Welcome to the Checkmates Go podcast. Join your favorite Checkpoint expert, Phone Boy, and his guests as they cover a range of cybersecurity topics to help you secure your everything. Be sure to subscribe and share, and don't forget to rate and review us. And now, here's Phone Boy. And welcome to Season 4, Episode 8. Some more headlines from our friends at Cybertalk.org. Enjoy. Do you have fear of missing out on the latest cybersecurity tech? Building a balanced cybersecurity portfolio is tough. Selecting the right cybersecurity products that deliver needed capabilities at the right service levels can be a grueling, frustrating, and throw-in-the-towel type of process. Because more than 3,500 different cybersecurity solutions firms exist on the market, organizations are often quick to purchase the latest bright, shiny, and new products, some of which promise the world. The idea of a brilliant new product that could stop a certain type of attack once and for all has a certain allure. Yet a security team's fear of missing out on a product's capabilities and semi-spontaneous point solution purchases may impede an organization's overall cybersecurity progress more than it yields improved security results. In simpler times, organizations purchased a firewall and an antivirus solution, put necessary programs on everyone's computers, and called it secure. In recent years, threats have evolved significantly, requiring a complex suite of cybersecurity tools. However, many tools do not offer continuous analysis, effective interoperability, comprehensive visibility, and useful alert information even if you've combined them and owned 50 to 60 tools. This has led organizations to pursue endless cybersecurity solutions shopping sprees, which are time-consuming, costly, and can lead to relentless complexity. Consider the following as you shop for new tools. What problem will the tool solve? Could existing tools be adapted or re-engineered to perform the same tasks and to provide the same outcomes? Lack of clarity around a tool's precise benefits, functionalities, and promised results can lead to overspending and unnecessary workflow interruptions. How will the new tool fit in with existing technology? Vendor tools and solutions require a certain level of interoperability. Ensure that your organization can account for exactly how a new tool will integrate into the existing ecosystem. Does the organization really need this tool? For example, a robust edge-focused point solution might be a nice-to-have, but existing tools might be able to effectively offer security control for this portion of your perimeter. What is the true cost of this technology? When determining what should or shouldn't be in your cybersecurity portfolio, look beyond the license fees. Examine the level of effort required to implement and operationalize the tool. If the onboarding process requires training for multiple different departments and the tool has demanding support requirements, is owning the tool really worth it? How much expertise is required to run the product? Small to medium-sized organizations may lack the high level of security expertise needed to continuously support complex products. For example, endpoint detection and response is recommended for defending against advanced attacks, as it allows for a rapid response and real-time blocking of a hacker. Yet, executing this correctly requires a sophisticated understanding of threats and incident response. Incorrect inputs during a hack could worsen outcomes. Thus, an EDR solution might overtly look like a good idea, but given the capabilities of your security staff might not be the right decision at this moment in time. Other questions that you might want to ask ahead of the purchase. Does this tool fit in with the specific security objectives of our strategic and tactical cybersecurity plan? Is this tool meaningfully different from the existing tools that we have? What types of overlaps are there across current solutions? Will the product support the team throughout a risk management lifecycle? Does the vendor offer good customer service and tech support? Will this vendor continue to evolve its product and to provide related updates as technologies and threats change? Although these aren't the only questions worth asking, they can serve as a starting point. 
Owning too many cybersecurity solutions can place an organization at increased risk of an attack. A Ponemon Institute survey involving 3,400 IT and security staff revealed that security investments are growing, but that the effectiveness of the investments is declining. As mentioned earlier, owning a variety of tools can lead to visibility and interoperability issues due to the fragmented nature of the tool sets, stalling breach detection and response efforts. The average medium-sized businesses tend to use 50 to 60 different cybersecurity tools. Businesses that deploy more than 50 cybersecurity tools have registered an 8% decline in threat detection effectiveness and a 7% decrease in defensive abilities. In contrast, teams using fewer tools have a stronger overall cybersecurity posture. Too many tools require organizations to deal with a greater number of vendors than necessary. Visibility and interoperability issues may persist. Security teams will contend with an overwhelming number of alerts each week, and calculations from incomparable metrics may cause confusion, leading teams to miss threats that could cause damage. Fear of missing out on security products actually imperils an organization, as too many tools can increase an organization's risk exposure. Protecting resources requires thoughtful investment in the right cybersecurity tools for your specific threat environment. Point solutions can prove effective if certain circumstances, but a single robust security foundation can address a wide variety of use cases, can be rolled out quickly, and can assist organizations in obtaining a more complete picture of security. Although a consolidated single cybersecurity architecture may seem an intimidating prospect, it can ensure that all components of the IT infrastructure are protected and that you have improved visibility, increased operational efficiency, and a lower cost of ownership. Eight mistakes CIOs make and how to avoid them. From driving transformative change to sharing insights into the political nature of the role, IT leaders and advisors have weighed in on common first-time CIO stumbling blocks. The first 100 days of leadership in a new role present an unparalleled opportunity to establish credibility, distill the most critical topics to address, formulate a compelling vision, confidently move the business in a new direction, breathe life into new realities, and demonstrate leadership through viable results. However, even the best prepared leaders cannot know everything needed to effectively master a new role in short order. To cut the learning curve, we're presenting you with eight common mistakes made within the CIO role as described by industry veterans, in order to communicate the do's and don'ts, accelerate learning, and to help you or your CIO secure early wins. First one, too much change, too fast. Leaders must be even keeled when it comes to change. While it's not a good idea to avoid change where needed, it's also not a good idea to change everything at once, a phenomenon sometimes known as change saturation. Although an organization may have the capacity for change, sudden change impacts how an organization operates and can lead to adverse outcomes. One means of avoiding change saturation is to map your portfolio of change. This requires evaluating change efforts, cumulative impact, risk factors, and analysis of how past business changes have resulted in decidedly positive outcomes. Address change saturation by applying a structured approach to change management. Number two, keeping everyone on the payroll. New CIOs may believe that there's no valid reason to clean house. In some organizations, it's true that no one deserves to be fired. In other organizations, that may not be true. As a new leader, the impulse to maintain the status quo is strong, but recognizing a toxic personality or serial underperformer and making decisions early can prevent a situation from deteriorating further. 
Number three, culture eats strategy for breakfast. One common rookie mistake consists of failing to understand the business culture and the organizational fabric. Before attempting to drive fast-paced change, CIOs should be sure to understand their peers, their teams, and the overall organization. While there are an assortment of effective leadership styles, the organization's culture is ultimately going to dictate what works. If the culture does not meet expectations or preferences, there are ways to gently shift a culture. Number four, hyper-focusing on the internal landscape. Many first-time CIOs focus extensively on the internal organizational landscape, but skip studies of the external landscape in which the organization operates, despite the fact that doing so is a key responsibility within any C-suite position. Understanding how competitors operate can assist CISOs in determining which technologies will help create a competitive advantage. To obtain market strategy insights, experts recommend that CIOs join industry associations, attend executive events, and build professional networks. Number five, only building C-suite connections. Another common mistake that some CIOs fall prey to consists of building connections with senior leadership and senior leadership alone. Executive-level IT leaders encourage CIOs to make the rounds and to talk to people at all levels of the organization, which will assist a CIO in determining what really matters to the people within the company and will informally set second-order objectives. Number six, overlooking process and technology elements. A core component of the CIO role involves knowledge and management of people, processes, and technology. While building connections with executive colleagues and conversing with employees throughout the organization, new CIOs should also observe the processes and technologies that support both IT and the enterprise as a whole. In some cases, this work is overlooked by new IT chiefs. CIOs should find out about what technologies are working, how the company does things, and whether or not those are the right things to continue with. Occasionally, a CIO will find that some systems are tied together with bubblegum and shoestrings, so to speak. Those CIOs who miss such blatant issues early on are unlikely to impress higher-ups. Number seven, sans mentorship. Studies show that mentors are effective in helping mentees achieve more and in helping them obtain new goals. One mentorship in the workplace study found that 76% of the 3,000 participants perceived mentorship as important or very important. A CIO can benefit immensely from having a mentor, despite the fact that few seek them out. CIOs may wish to identify seasoned IT leaders who they can reach out to in order to obtain honest advice and strategic insights as needed. And number eight, flying solo. In addition to mentors, CIOs need allies. Newer CIOs commonly believe that they will succeed by bringing in the best technology and deploying top-notch solutions. However, they often fail to see that if they don't bring everyone on the journey with them, their bright ideas might be perceived negatively. CIOs often miss the boat in persuading others of the fact that their ideas will reduce risk, decrease time to market, increase profitability, or otherwise function as value adds. Too many CIOs inherently assume that an organization is aware of the value, but new CIOs need to work at getting buy-in from colleagues. While all CIOs want to show their value in today's ever-changing environments, CIOs cannot be successful while remaining in their own silos. American Airlines learns breach caused by phishing. The U.S. airline, which reportedly owns the world's largest fleet of aircraft, has fallen prey to a phishing campaign. The campaign ultimately fooled American Airlines employees. American Airlines stated that the personal information of a very small number of employees and customers was affected by an unauthorized party's compromise of the company's business email accounts. American Airlines is aware of a phishing campaign that led to the unauthorized access to a limited number of team members' mailboxes, says American Airlines. Information obtained by hackers includes driver's license details, passport numbers, dates of birth, and medical information. Thus far, 
Analysts do not believe that the stolen data has been misused or sold, although attackers may be waiting for a lower-profile sales opportunity. Additional safeguards have been put in place to prevent future attacks, says the airline. The company secured breached accounts and hired a cybersecurity firm to assist with an investigation. We regret that this incident occurred and take the security of your personal information very seriously, wrote Chief Privacy and Data Protection Officer Russell Hubbard in a letter to the affected customers. American Airlines is offering two years of identity theft monitoring services to victims. Vicious phishing attacks are becoming increasingly common across nearly all sectors of the economy, and the aviation industry is no stranger to data breaches. In 2020, 9 million EasyJet passengers were affected by a data breach, which exposed the credit card details belonging to over 2,000 individuals. The airline waited for four months before notifying customers. After litigation, customers were entitled to compensation. Last year, Malaysia Airlines suffered a security incident affecting those who participated in the airline's frequent flyer program. The breach reportedly involved a third-party IT service provider. No evidence pointed to data misuse. However, as a precaution, the company did request for passengers to change account passwords. Because airlines store information that can be used to orchestrate identity theft, airlines represent an attractive target for cyber criminals. Passport numbers, full names, and dates of birth allow criminals to pursue illegal activities such as fraudulently taking out loans in someone else's name or crossing international borders. The commercial availability of phishing kits means that nearly anyone can organize a phishing campaign, regardless of technical capabilities. In the modern era, phishing is a DYI activity. Take steps to prevent phishing attacks. Start with the following. Educate your employees. Phishing awareness training can protect your employees, customers, and your business from email fraud. Consider password managers. Using a password manager can help defend against brute force accounts with weak passwords, along with credential stuffing. Endpoint security. The increased use of cloud services and personal devices in the workplace have introduced new endpoints that may not be fully protected. It's essential to monitor endpoints for security threats and to implement rapid remediation and response for compromised devices. Deploy email security. Email filtering solutions can block malware, detecting malicious links, attachments, spam content, and language that may indicate a phishing threat. Conduct phishing simulations. Request for your IT department to send out a fake phishing email and to assess responses. Limit access to high-value systems and data. Privileged user accounts are attractive to cybercriminals, as access potentially allows for lateral movement across a network. Adware installed 13 million times, and how to uninstall it. Cybersecurity researchers have discovered and disrupted a mobile ad fraud campaign involving nearly 100 applications across the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Collectively, the applications have a total download count of 13 million. The campaign is an adaptation of a fraud operation that was initially identified in 2019. Adware and other malware occasionally do slip past Google's defenses and end up on the Play Store. However, this time, the malicious apps also managed to bypass Apple's more rigorous security checks landing on the App Store. In addition to flooding mobile users with advertisements, both overt and covert, the fraudulent applications generate revenue by impersonating legitimate apps and impressions. In the past, adware campaigns have resulted in gains upwards of $1.5 million for cybercriminals. While these apps do not represent a severe threat to device owners, criminal operators can use them to conduct further malicious activities. Google and Apple have received information about the researchers' findings and have since removed certain apps from Android and iOS stores. On Android devices, the app should be detected automatically unless the Play Protect security option is disabled. For iOS, Apple has not provided specific instructions about how to remove adware apps that already exist on a device. According to cybersecurity researchers, the new adware apps are part of a fraud campaign known as Cilia. 
These apps may represent the tip of the iceberg within the third wave of a larger operation that was identified in 2019 named Poseidon. Greek history buff? The second wave of malicious apps within this campaign were dubbed uh, Sharbildis. Adware can have a large range of capabilities. In some cases, it can elevate privileges to root, establish persistence, and inject code. In other words, it can function as a portal through which more harmful malware can enter a device or as a starting point for other types of complex security disruptions. Exercise caution when downloading any new app, even if it has high ratings and stellar reviews. When exploring reviews, search for video reviews as they will allow you to see the app in action before installing it on your device. Configure your web browser so it blocks all pop-ups. Beware of phishing links that can surface via text message or email. If uncertain as to the legitimacy of a link, use a URL checker like Google's Transparency Report. Consider installing antivirus on devices. Consider investing in identity theft protection tools for your device. Remove any applications that you do not specifically remember installing. Wondering if you have adware on your desktop, laptop, or phone? Look for the following indicators. Numerous pop-ups, rapid battery drainage, increased internet data usage, apps take longer than average to load, device crashing, redirected internet services, or internet searches, web pages not displaying correctly. In the event that your device or system appears to have adware, take steps to remediate. On Android, boot your phone in safe mode, which disables third-party apps. Open settings, tap apps, uninstall suspicious apps, faulty apps, or apps that you do not remember installing. Ensure that Play Protect is enabled, which periodically scans every app available on the Google Play Store in order to keep devices safe. For iOS, you open settings, you clear history and website data, and clear history and data. And this should remove any malware that your device may have picked up via malicious links or infected websites. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app, leave us a rating and review, and share with your colleagues on social media. And we'll see you next time.